Welcome to the Hypothetically Podcast with Nikki Downtown and Fat Nate. We provide thoughtful and correct answers to probably the most important questions in the world. I'm a New York City-based comedian. Nathan is a New York City-based dyslexic. Thank you so much for being here. We hope you enjoy the show. Oh my god, okay. Hypothetically <laughs> episode 34. We are back. I'm still sweaty. I suspect a lot of episodes here are going to be sweaty for a while. There's gonna this is gonna be a definitely a phase. I'm gonna be like, they got the green screen and they're sweaty. Moist Nick. Moist Nick. The worst part is you guys might not know this, but he actually sprays himself before he gets he's not sweaty at all. He's just he has a little spray bottle and he just gets himself wet before the show. He's just looking for a new thing. Nikki downtown got old and he just has to find Yeah, Nick Sweaty. <laughs> and Nathan. You know what'd be a good nickname is just Nathan and then people just go <sighs> Nathan and then a uh, just a just a disappointed sort of shaking of the head and glare. White Claw. It's what I pour on my head. <laughs> what am I just... <laughs> Nick Sweaty. If you pour mm. White Claw on your head, people won't notice that you're sweaty because you'll be covered in White Claw. White Claw. Some flavors you like, many you don't. What's in the fridge? The ones you don't like. How did that happen? I don't know. Do you even remember drinking the ones you liked? It's all watermelon left. You're an alcoholic. Let's see. Anything interesting happened today, Mr. Nathan? To me? To anyone. Did anything interesting happen to anyone in the world? I don't think so. Nathan has been, um, he's alone in Brooklyn now, in his apartment, so he just looks up horrific murders that happened (laughs) in random places. Can you tell us about the most recent horrific murder you looked into? It's just that one guy. Yeah, but he killed a lot of people, so it counts... Yeah, it's 70 murders. Also, so I guess dude, you've lived for... here for two days. So the fact that you've already oh, looked I guess, I guess deeply my... into one murder in the two days you've been here is not a good sign. I think it's technically three, but I guess that average is pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Yeah, it's like a one in three. You're looking up serial killers. Um, I still think it's better than uh, white girls with serial killer documentaries, but I'm getting close. You watch so much true crime that you are trans. Is that how that works? Mm-hmm. You, I, I like that you took a moment to take that in. You're like, huh. <laughs> I thought something why was are, off. Why are they making it? Why do they keep it's part making of the it? LGBTQ agenda? Like that's what the agenda is. It's to make trans people mm-hmm. with murder. Every serial killer, the reason they do it is, is to create trans yeah. people. You know how serial killers usually target women? Mm-hmm. What they don't talk about is how many women serial killers create. Mm-hmm. They're like hydras. Every one woman that is slain, three <laughs> more women appear. And these new women are much better at uh, sports and most things. You didn't need to add that part. No, I'm supportive. No, I know. I feel like. New sister. I feel like you're not. It's like one in every two, ep- every other episode now is you just talking about how trans athletes are better at sports. It's like a 2018 Joe Rogan podcast. It's terrible. You it's just also don't... like a 2022 Joe Rogan podcast. Does he still talk about it now? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. And I'm up on it. <laughs> I get we want to be in the alt-right pipeline, but you don't need to pander so fucking hard. We have to get established somehow. <laughs> Can you be in the pipeline if you just keep formally saying it? <laughs> Welcome to Hypothetically. We are in the alt-right pipeline. If you don't like Ben Shapiro yet, watch us and you'll get there. Oh, I think we're the other way. I think if you watch enough Ben Shapiro... You, you get to us? Yeah, you're like... You're, after hearing so many disses on so college So many kids, just cogent, well-thought-out, perfect arguments. arguments. You go from that and you're like, yes, if... if I I was a sniper and I saw someone goading me. I would. Billy goading. Billy goading. 200,000 on uh, TikTok. Oh, yeah. But I think that's. Who is this to? I think you go Joe Rogan, then Ben Shapiro, then Alex Jones. And I think we are actually pretty similar to Alex Jones. I think mm. if you hear Alex Jones rants and then you heard our podcast, they're 
the same. Literally, if we just did like, <laughs> what if all the Sandy Hook victims were fake? <laughs> yeah, just, we we would just be him. Which I could totally see that being a question we do. In all seriousness, though, what if the Sandy Hook victims were all lie? <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? Being a crisis actor would be, I think, challenging. Come on, buddy. But what if they were like the Leonardo DiCaprio of crisis actors? Like every fake terrorist attack, they were like, we want you. You will be our main guy. It's a new thing. In like 9-11, they just had extras. That's why all those phone calls from the planes suck. If you listen to the recording, they're like, hi, honey. Uh, I love you. And um, anyway. But I do think the premise of being Leonardo DiCaprio of crisis actors is great. He always dates young people. So you'd have your crisis actor who's like at a school shooting and he's like, oh, my God. And then off camera, he's like, but hey, I know you're doing good. Yeah, let's. um, There's a bunch of people screaming and one guy just trying to hit up the college kids for their numbers. Where, where are y'all going? <laughs> is, this your first, is this your first one? Oh, come on. <laughs> you haven't told us about your murder yet. Give us a quick run. I don't know the guy's name. You don't know the guy's he name? He like mowed down a bunch of people. Do you know all their names? That would be, you'd oh be a my real God. ally if you knew every, every victim's yeah, name. Yeah, if I knew all the victims' names. And name? what they did. And what they would have done. Had they had been in the car driving? Mm, yes. Yeah. The only thing I will say about it was it, it almost felt like he was trying to not go to jail. And his strategy, instead of trying to convince people that he was innocent, was to just extend the length of the trial out as long as physically possible by saying just the most absurd and almost anything. He was just filibustering. I mean, if you really knew you were going down for something horrible, maybe I would just like run bits. I'd be like, all right, well, it's going to be probably like 15 days in court. I'm allowed to talk for like an hour total. Let's see if by the end I could have like, you're on trial for murdering like 10 people. Mm -hmm. Could you work out a set that's so strong that for your closing closing statements, statements, you you like are crushing the jury? He's like trying to not laugh and you're like this guy's this guy gets it huh this guy's laughing and the you know judge is like you can't you have to make arguments and you're like all right uh, who's dating you guys dating and they're like no no one's were randomly selected yeah, act, jury the only thing you can't you do, guys fucking the only thing you can't do is crowd work judge it, is like hitting the thing he's like <laughs> objection get into your bits <laughs> would it slow down your ability to do it if the prosecution was like objection hacky i'm on tinder i don't know what yeah. it's a sincere exp- it's my real lived experience I'm on Tinder. What am I supposed to not talk about it? Do you think it would hurt your case? Some of your bits were about murdering. I think it'd be funny. Talk about murdering someone and then you would do like a wink nod like just kidding. And everyone's like, he's not just kidding. This is edgy. We talked about the actual murders and everyone's like, oh, you're like fucking PC, dude. (laughs) PC audiences. They'll do the videotaping for you. You should do your next special at a courtroom. That's true. Yeah, they do tape it. And it's public record. There's a person dictating it. So you don't have to do the translate for it. Do you watch too? I mean, people watch the Johnny Depp thing. Oh, if you yeah. were like crushing yeah. as a murderer, like you would probably get. I don't even think you need to do murder. Like, what level of crime do you? Yeah, think- but do murder. Come on, <laughs> yeah. if we're gonna do this, let's do. It. I think people can tell when you're half-assing stuff. But the thing is, there's no warm-up guy. The prosecution's the warm-up guy, but they're not funny. No. <laughs> if you do a funny crime, you have to find a funny crime. You have to find a funny so crime. crime. If you could steal a grand larceny amount of balloons, yeah, and got it on tape and showed them the skyscraper of balloons behind you, and you're running away. Oh, I imagine you had a bunch of non-filled balloons and the cops catched you. You were like trying to blow them up to do a uh, an up-style escape situation. Why were you imagining that? I don't know. And not what I was saying. Because I don't very like very rude your- of you. I'm sorry. 
Do you remember the show Lie to Me? Was that with uh, Tim Roth? Yeah, so you work at the, like, the Lie to Me offices, which is basically the premise is they can all, they all understand like micro, I don't know, microaggressions or whatever. So they can like. <laughs> just super woke. <laughs> they go to a crime scene and they're like, that's sexist. <laughs> yeah, they just go to. Oh, I was imagining they're just. Sexist. I just imagine they go there and like, you're a man. <laughs> Your eyes are doing that thing. You work at those offices where they can kind of tell if you're lying. And you went to the bathroom and you got a little pee on your pants. You just peed yourself a little bit. And you have to get back to your desk. But people keep walking up to you and, t- and they know that there's something up with you. What's your game plan? I peed on my hands a little. You peed on your pants a little. Oh, why am I even splotch. trying to hide that? Fine, you got pee on your hands. Whatever makes you... I don't ma- think I'm embarrassed until there's a considerable amount of pee on my hands. Okay, there's a considerable amount of pee on your hands and... He points at you and goes, is there pee on your hands? He's my boss. And kind of your father figure, based on the show. All right, here's what you do. You got to go long con. Every single day, you walk out of the bathroom, you go, there's pee on my hands. And he can tell there isn't pee on your hands, but you get used to saying those words. So Mm -hmm. you know how when you say fork a bunch of times, it loses its me? You get used to saying, I have pee on my hands, such that it's meaningless. It's like you're just saying gibberish. You got to practice saying it. Every time with the exact same cadence. Yeah, every time for 11 years. I say it every single day. I walk into his office and I say, Dr. Lightman, I have pee on my hands. And he, also, the way you beat lie detector tests is uh, you put stuff in your ass and then clench so you're used to it. So I get pegged every single day before work. So my ass is... There's no relationship... Do you think, do you, Let me finish. There's no relationship between my facial muscles and pupil dilation and anything and my sphincter. Usually what happens is your heart rate goes up, you clench up your butt, and you can see it in your face. You tense, but not me. My asshole is totally separate from my face. Amazing, huh? Do you think when they do a lie detector test, they put like a thing up your butt? No, that's how you beat them. You're, you're supposed to like clench your ass really tight and then when you lie you unclench so you relax i thought you thought that how they measured if you were lying by how clenched your butthole was yeah that's what i thought the test was it's not really a test more like a threat yeah they get a big strap on and they're like you better not fucking lie to me yeah So you got you know the the new horror movie Smile the Smile movie yeah you know the premise of it it's like they see this horrific smile and then they get murdered Mm -hmm. anyway it's that same movie but with a really autistic protagonist who is not detecting that this is a weird (laughs) smile like the person comes up and they're like and he's like hi nice to see you you're the demon here do you try to do you just kill the guy or do you are you like no he's got to get like I put my 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 whole thing is the smile I got to get him to get that this smile is weird no no I'm I'm an artist i'm here to, to do a job to get him to understand the miles the smile's really fucked up and if i can't even do that right well, how would you do it? i mean do you just keep making it bigger no i think you have to do a comically aggressive frown you know what i think you do you see the plight that he's going through and because you can just do such aggressive emotions like you can make a ridiculously big smile you go and you help the autistic community you help teach them what feelings are mm. through your crazy terrifying face emotions you become a good person i feel uh, that thing they do would take a lot of like getting yourself into it oh like yeah. to have to like and do like a, you oh have to- yeah if you don't think there's if you don't think they spend 30 minutes in the mirror before every time they go or out and try to l- use it at least like 15 20 seconds being like <laughs> hey before they go scare someone they're like looking in the mirror and they just do a regular smile and like fuck no, and they just keep yeah. they keep working up 
Yeah, when you're new, you have like prom type smile. You're like, you look like you're going to homecoming. Yeah. They think they have like weird like um mouth guards that help you extend your smile out. They're like, We got you. Here's some expanders and Invisalign. And over the course of ten months, we will get you to be terrifying. And then you'll join our team. I think everyone in the trailer did actually have very good teeth. We're horrifying, but we're not I mean we're not gross. So here's what his game plan is. He does the crazy smile, he gets them to scream, and then he has the ability to look in their mouth and check for cavities. Ah. Yeah, he's just like uh, uh, yeah, he, No. <laughs> you when they're screaming, he puts on like a headlamp and just like pulls out the little thing and he's just like tapping the teeth. I wonder if, if you could just be annoying like so, someone comes up and they do the thing and I'm like, Oh no, thanks, I have a girlfriend. And they're like, What? And I'm like, Yeah, no, I'm you're you're nice, you're very pretty, you have great teeth, but uh no, I'm actually spoken for. <laughs> just like I don't have any money, please. Yeah. It's really not even clear. I mean, at least from the thing that the people have any particular powers or they're, they're just people smiling. Yeah. Could you imagine if the end of that movie was just the Second Amendment? Just some guy shot one of them and they were like, fuck. I, there are many <laughs> horror movies where I think you could beat them with a gun yeah. or by calling the police. I always get bothered by Chucky. Yeah. Well, he's a doll. He's a doll and he had like already has a knife, but also he weighs 10 ounces. He weighs less than the knife. He can't do anything. And I don't think he's particularly, like, mobile. He's not one of those action figures that can, like, rotate his arm all the way around. I think the horror movie of Chucky is that if you were Chucky and you dreamed of killing people, but you were in the stupid doll body, and all you could do is stiffly walk at people with a knife. Could you imagine becoming a doll and then not starting a religion? No, Start no, no, no. a religion. You're a talking doll. Which one is reincarnation? Buddhism? Do you think that's... Because it was, like, cow and then nirvana, which is, like, just bliss. Where do you think being reincarnated into a doll is i would try to sell it as it was really high I mean, yeah trust me you wish you could be a doll yeah and like but don't you think it's a step down that you are an inanimate object that you didn't even make animate object when you got reincarnated and it's like you call this an animate and he does this like, <laughs> oh, look at this look at look. yeah and then they the guy takes his like forearm and bends it too far he's like oh fuck oh fuck stop dude <laughs> Could you imagine if you got reincarnated as a sex doll and you're like, this sucks. <laughs> you keep trying to scare people, but they just look at your like, is that for fucking? You creep up on the guy with a knife and the guy just sees you and he's like, oh, awesome. <laughs> Kinky. If you had to pitch a new game show, instead of being, are you smarter than a fifth grader? It's, are you stronger than a fifth grader? What are some segments on that show going to be like? Not you know, it'd be a really funny, are you stronger than a fifth grader? But you can't, <laughs> there's no physical component. You have to, with your words, convince everyone. <laughs> and they're like, not believing you. Yeah. You're like, I'm, are you serious? Like, look at me, look at him. And they're like, yeah, explain it. Oh, I, I don't know. He yeah. seems like really strong. Yeah. You're like, I mean, I go to the gym a lot. Like, well, this fifth grader plays on the monkey bars. Can you do the monkey yeah, bars? And you're like, ah. He's the best jump roper in his class. What do you got? Are you the best jump roper at work? It's like, I, I don't think so. I, I don't know. This fifth grader's mom died in front of him, and he still aced his finals. Are you that strong? And you're like, I don't know. I was imagining it more like WWE, but yeah, I guess we don't technically Did have. you forget what came after WW for a moment there? WW.wrestling? Is that what it's called? <laughs> Is the organization called www.wrestling? Are you stronger than a fifth grader? I like the idea of the game show. Everyone is easily stronger than a fifth grader, <laughs> but you really, really lose the crowd. <laughs> the crowd's like, boo! Oh, God, that's awful! I imagined it would be like, you know how an artist, are you smarter than a fifth grader? The questions were clearly not for fifth graders. Like, they were oddly hard for fifth graders. Could you imagine if they brought in a bunch of guys that were clearly like 6'2", like jacked? They're like, that is not a fucking fifth grader. And they're like, 
That is technically a fifth grader. <laughs> I like the idea of a game show, Are You Strong on a Fifth Grader, where you easily beat the shit out of fifth graders, you lose the audience, and the, the prize money is like hilariously small. Yeah. It's like, you just beat up seven thir- fifth graders. Congratulations. $30. Yeah. <laughs> you got a coupon to Sonic. Yeah. How do you feel? <laughs> I feel bad. Yeah. I feel really bad. Yeah. The judges are the fifth graders' parents. <laughs> They're like... <laughs> Why did you do this? <laughs> you couldn't let my son be strong? And the fifth graders are like, I wanted to be a doctor, but now I know. Like, you ruined them. You went to like hit one of the fifth graders, and the moment you did it, just two cops come onto the, the game show. Like, you're yeah, you're going to jail. You can't. You know what they do to people who beat up, beat up <laughs> fifth graders? It's like, what? Yeah. Why do you have this show? Yeah, who's... Who, who profits off it's this? It's part of the prison industrial complex. Yeah. They're like, is a camera fake? It's like, yeah, there was never a camera. You know what would be really fun? Are you stronger than a fifth grader? Is if the contestants were all first graders. <laughs> and just- then the uh, Jeff, Jeff Oxworthy's like, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, look, they beat the shit out of that kid. It's just all their like little brothers. Yeah, it's just bullying. In the behind the scenes, they were like, yeah, the fifth graders didn't know the word fag, but we taught it to them. <laughs> but then we had to bleep it. But they said it. Yeah. They're, they weren't even that into bullying them. We had to teach them how to, like, skip swirlies. Can we think of a progressive woke campaign to normalize and to not stigmatize bad breath? You want to destigmatize bad breath? Yeah. All right. There is no bad breath. There's only breath. I could actually see this being a thing. And people would be like arguing that you need to breathe to live. People mm-hmm. like you have bad breath. And it's like, do you want me to die? Yeah, this is a... What? Re- should I just hang myself? I hope you smell my last breath. And then they burp. And the people get really aggressive about like people's right... Not to healthcare, but to like dentistry. They start- no, 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 no. They would dentistry would be like a, f- a phobic thing. You're gonna surgically edit me because you don't understand my culture's mouth smell. And you have all a- these woke people just taking bad breath in the face, just like breath is a spectrum. And really, we should love all types of breath, irrelevant of how much it yeah. smells like dog shit. Yeah, no, the super woke guys <laughs> just sitting there like. Wow, I really yeah. appreciate your culture. And the person just like, I ate shit. <laughs> They're like, oh, <laughs> well, that's unique. We are on the pipeline. Tell me more about why you did that. And they're like, I don't want to talk about it. And he's like, okay. <laughs> I would like to eat shit as well. This is just an anti-woke. We're in the pipeline. We're in the pipeline. Get some PragerU ads. Doesn't this episode add. is brought to you by PragerU. PragerU. We're angry at Christmas. <laughs> it's Christmas time and we're angry. Every year they start to, <laughs> to hear Christmas music and everyone's in good moods and, you know, jelly spirits. And they're like, getting ham. Like, okay, fuck, here we yeah. go, baby. <laughs> the war on Christmas. I want there to be, I want someone to sign a treaty between Christmas and the Wokes. It's in, in the middle somewhere. Could you imagine if Bush right now had a press conference and was like, we did it. We won the war on Christmas. We're sending the troops back. Like, we got out of it. I like the idea of a truce where it's the Prager U guy and this, like, blue hair woman. Yeah. At a podium. I don't know. Their, their gender is un... You, you couldn't distinguish it. A blue-haired gargoyle of some <laughs> kind. <laughs> Just... And the PragerU guy's like, hello, I'm here to make a treaty. And then the blue-haired thing's like, rah! Because PragerU gets some stuff and the woke people get some stuff. And that's the new Christmas. All-female reboot of the uh, nativity. <laughs> Three wise women. Men. They're even wiser than the men yeah, were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- this is the sequel. It's for the... Uh, they had to add it to the Bible, that, like, last chapter about, like, how the world ends when Jesus comes back down, and then three wiser women come Very to wise. assist him. Yeah. Three wise, 
single women they're mm-hmm. all architects yeah and then the four horsemen of the apocalypse come up and they're like you want to bang and they're like no we're independent what are the four horsemen of the apocalypse what that's part of the thing it's not part of the birth of jesus no no i'm talking about when jesus the next time jesus returns which is at the end of the bible at the, like the apocalypse when he comes down spoilers spoilers dude i haven't finished well, I haven't finished the Bible yet. I didn't know what happened. Everyone dies. Oh, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> if you started calling people ripe, how long would it take before just society decides to put you on the sex offenders list? Just, uh, yeah, he isn't that a crime technically, but he needs to be on some list somewhere. And I feel like ripe, if people did get upset <laughs> at me for me calling them ripe, it almost like proves my point. Pretty ripe. They're like, don't say that. I'm like, uh-oh. You're pretty ripe. That's pretty ripe of you. Someone needs to be taken off the vine. Yeah. Like, don't, don't talk about the vine. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been on the vine? Yeah. You have great color. Stop. You're ready to get plucked. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that, your son? You know, that's the real issue. <laughs> that, I think, is the real issue about the ripe thing is that I, uh, Once you have no to, one is off limit. My thought with this question is, like, I think you are good until you talk to a child. You know, when, like, uh, it's always, like, a conservative thing. They'll say, like, hey, man, I just say fucked it, like, I'll offend everybody. I don't care if you're mm-hmm. gay, straight, black, white. I want to bring like, what about my retarded son? <laughs> Will you offend him? He has no arms and legs. Are you about to offend him? They're like, what? Say, say some shit to him. Yeah. He's well, had a very hard life. I don't care. I'll offend any. He was raped yesterday. Yeah, I'll offend anybody. <laughs> offend him. Offend my rape victim son. <laughs> you were raped. Good for holding to your principle. <laughs> Jeez. That's not where how the question was going to go. Swung hard. You, you did swing. I have nothing to add. We can go back to the original question, but I can't. I got nothing on that. My son is allergic to sunlight. <laughs> and yet he was still raped. And darkness. <laughs> yeah. He's allergic to the sun and he's scared of the dark. Or maybe he just has weird skin. I don't know. I'm not a very good parent. You can he, add that on there too. He can't sleep and he is in so much pain. Tell him your joke. <laughs> Tell him your joke. He tells him a joke and the son's like, I didn't really like that. He's yeah. like, you woke piece of shit. Yeah. I, I'm not that into shock comedy. Yeah. <laughs> What do you know? You haven't even been anywhere. <laughs> Could you imagine if, as he's dying, he's just like, I heard that one already. <laughs> All right. Ripe. Do you keep... think you could save it, depending on which like fruit or vegetable you picked? <laughs> hey, you're looking ripe. Ripe Ripe like what, exactly? Do... Strawberry? Get him out of here. <laughs> Get the fucking... Do you think if you said tomato, but with like a, ni- like a light southern charm, people would be like, oh my god. Oh, I think you could get away with that all day. You're yeah. ripe like a tomato. Okay. Yeah, that's fun. I watched Steel Magnolias, and Dolly Parton has this line about how she doesn't like to gossip, and she goes, you know me, I would rather walk on my lips than speak an ill word about anybody. And I'm like, that's yeah, dude, that's, that's really good. <laughs> so good, dude. She, seems, she sounds like someone who would call someone ripe, and it would be fine. Yeah, yeah. I think she can get away with it all day. I think, I think the more Southern you are, the more ripe you get to use in your conversation. I, yeah, and the, if you have, like, Boston accent, you can't. No. You ripe, dude? People will beat you up. You ripe? <laughs> Excuse me? No, I'm just saying, you're looking right. You're looking right. <laughs> if you're going to do it, you have to have a southern accent, and you got to trail off into some parable or something. Maybe you it comes back at Canadian. Like, maybe once you're Canadian accent, people will start forgiving you again. 
because it's so polite people just will assume it's non a non-aggressive i think it's just northeast america can't say ripe but they're all in such bad moods all the mm-hmm. time because they're like you're just so never mind good yeah. to see you i guess mm-hmm. i'll get out of here like, like this apple but i can't describe it yeah. what i'm red no not red other things like this i have a stem no 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 oh. no you are hypothetically episode 34 hey make sure you follow the patreon a lot of good stuff coming up on there more bonus episodes more nick's writing punchlines whatever we're calling that nathan got any closing statements any more murder facts you gotta eat your victims yeah you know it seems like (laughs) eating your victims would be a smart way to not get caught but it seems like it doesn't where that's like a on paper thing no but it's like communism where it's like theoretically this is a good idea but uh, it doesn't work at all you gotta do it like native americans you gotta use every part of Of the the body yeah yeah that's why they got away with so much murder the native americans jesus yeah you're saying (laughs) just to clarify you nathan hopping are saying native americans eat people at a greater rate than other races no i was just hypothetically episode 34 thanks everybody goodbye